Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. I'm Stephen Purden and let's welcome the team. First, a man who this week admitted he's scared of wind turbines. It's Chris Toll. I don't know what it is about him, man. He just terrified the fucking life out of me. (laughs) I don't know. I think it might come from like one of the old space films, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something like that. The big things come down for the sky. I, I don't know, man. It just any time I drive to England, I pure shut my eyes when I drive by that. But that's weird. That's weird. Okay, well, I'm not scared of. Okay, well, I'm not scared of. Fucking you, you wee dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, that kicked off big time, didn't it? No. I've never had so many WhatsApps. I've never had so many tweets. Everything just about this. I'll take the job clean, clean off you. The clean off you. Brilliant man, fucking superb. Boys, you just got to be alright today. I no, I've I'm, I'm CTE. I've I've, I've concussed myself. I'm telling you, what last what, last night I'm being serious. A fucking major, major, major incident in my bud's bedroom. Very, very, very violent. Um, I was up. I was sitting in my bed or her bed, and I decided to 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 go down and make a piece and call me. And I went to put my flip flops on. See when I put my flip flops on, I tripped and fucking banged. Clean into the fucking telly. Telly, boofed, combust it. Big egg in my head. Well, I've, I've already got a scar, right? But it's but it, I've, I've, a big fucking lump. I was well sparkled. Telly was bushed. I was gone. Honestly, I was... Oh, she's raising that the telly's half because it's locked down. What's the worst thing that can happen? Is the telly lockdown? fucked? Telly was fucked, mate. And I was fucked. And I was fucked. Ah, I was, mate, I mate, was you know, if you're business. fucked, it's all right. But if the telly's fucked, that's an emergency. You know what I mean? Listen, listen. So straight away, right, I'm like, I put money in the bank to um, to get a new telly. Because I'm like, right, cool. This isn't the one, new telly. So I'm driving to Daily Breakfast Radio Show this morning. And I'm like that. And then she texts me. Oh, I fucking fix that. I fucking put the money in the bank. <laughs> I haven't seen that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Were you buried? No, 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 no. I was just hungry. I just wanted that piece of call meat. <laughs> Steph, Steph now I've been gutted that the telly was broke because she sees more of you in the fucking telly than she does in real life. <laughs> Funnily enough, it was just after Scott Squad was on the telly at half nine. <laughs> <laughs> now, Toll, you're being described this week as like one of the most dangerous hitmen about. How are you I, feeling? I, I don't take shit off MD, man. No, you don't. <laughs> I bet. My question, man. my question is, right, Aye. See if we were in the studio doing that. Aye. We just spoke to the big man like that in the studio. He just acting like a fucking hard man behind the computer. Aye, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even spoke to him. I'd have been over a fucking table and <laughs> You wouldn't have fucking made it on the table, you. I'd have <laughs> fucking bit your nose off. I'd have fucking no. picked you up and threw you at the Monday. No. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah, fucking Wolf of Wall Street, you fucking. You calling fat fucking Hogswoggle? <laughs> No, do you know what Grado would have done? He'd have just right. done what he does to me when I get wide on John Pantle, took his clays off and ran at you. Aye, that's oh, what I do. No, no, see when MD starts with me, see if MD starts with me, what I do is, I fucking take my tap off, my trousers, get the fucking wally out and fucking run at them, <laughs> attack them. And that's what I do, because they go, Aah! that's the best <laughs> thing to do. 
Although don't get me wrong, have you seen the video with the, the, the Scott? You think you're Scott, you think you're hard because you're Scottish, right? And the guy goes, boof, and he sees all his floppy fringe off, flopping about. You seen that? So, does it not just make you want to do that to somebody? It does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? I can't wait till somebody comes up to me and says something. I'm just going, fuck you up, go, man. <laughs> oh, he just—he gets the corner of the cob out and just runs at you, man. Corner the cob. You know what? The last time I got in, I an altercation, right? It was outside the Turkish kebab shop in Salkets. This guy started on me, right? And he was getting in my face, and I pushed him, right? And he fell to the ground. And I was like, man, what a fucking push, by the way. What a fucking push I've got on me. You see that push? Yes. And then the day after, I'm going like, you see that fucking push last night, man? Holy fuck, man! I pushed him to fuck. Push. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this man focal step to me all the time now because of this. Fine, push me, push me. Oh, I can see it. So, as long as you're still alright, but I don't want any animosity. Nah, man, but I know we text each other after it and all that. Family fights, wouldn't they? Family fights. Aye. What is it? That's Papa's favourite, but sorry, it's brand new. Keep it, keep it noise down. The dogs are there. Sorry, we're banned now. Keep going. Do you know, the pure funny man, if he walked behind you, man, pure bald naked, got to get his lunch and all that. He's better actually with all his clothes on. What kind of funny thing is? She calls him in lockdown. She calls him in lockdown. Sometimes I've had to wear his breeks, his pants. That's like that episode of Three Doors Down. Yeah, two doors down, mate. Three doors down? <laughs> three doors down, mate. How can you get that wrong? Sorry, man. That, is there no band called Three Doors Down? Yeah. Bro, that's... Oh, Bro, that, that, that's just another dig gear upgrade, wasn't it? No, <laughs> mate. Right, I didn't mean that. Mate, he's being passive-aggressive with you now, mate. We digs. That's <laughs> like that bit for that fucking Three Doors Down. You were saying the upgrade on at the telly broke just after Scotch Squad. That's so funny. Scottish squad. Fucking hell, man. You're the one I always got. Hey, are you that wee guy with a cop squad? I never get it right. Even the police don't get it right. There's so many go. I love cop squad. I love cop squad. And what was it? Scarlett Moffat one time tweeted. Tweeted me about it. She went, "Oh, I love free up to do." Better walk down the street saying there's me fat bob for Ever Island. Fucking brilliant. Right, and a few other bits from last week. Shug the dog has a point to pick up on Stephen's World 11 from last week. What? When the rules are putting a World 11 from players that have played in your lifetime with no two players from the same country or team, he says that I had a cheek for slaughtering Grado when I picked Danny McGrain. No, but Danny, Danny McGrain played for Hibs in like the mid eighties. I mean, see, be honest with you, see that, see that whole deal. I was just googling best defenders, best midfielders <laughs> in the background. Aye. You, you can't have with... you can add fucking don't know Aye. that shit. And you started with Bobby Moore, didn't you? Because <laughs> 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 right. I don't add best defenders in Bobby Moore. Come on. <laughs> Right, I know, I know Danny McGrain was a bit of a dodgy by me picking my time, but he still played within my lifetime. Aye, Bobby Moore didn't play within Grado's lifetime, or Grado's <laughs> doing a fucking good job 
with his looks and all that, know what I mean? Fuck's sake. Did he no manage maybe maybe team? No, no, did he no manage no come up here and manage somebody else? No, no. Doesn't matter, he still never played your mad kids. <laughs> doesn't matter anyway because I fucking took it off of Google. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right, where you, 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 you start going, Maldini, Ronaldinho, and all that, I'm going, fucking best defenders, best midfielders. Da, 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 oh, da, da. hey, hey, Nene's were gone, Ronaldinho, because he's played for too many teams. He's played for every team in Europe. Aye, exactly. and again. Fucking nearly played for St. Martin. St. Martin, yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. Right, shout out to wee Eri, who is one and watches with her dad every week. Remember, you can check oh. out the video. Ver- Big shout out to me, Ellie. Say hello, oh, Ellie. That's Ellie. nice, isn't it? Hello, Ellie. Hiya. Hiya. How you doing, Hen? Well, that's why you need to talk to Wayne, isn't it? Hi. No? I'm your Uncle Grado. <laughs> hey, remember, you can check out the video version and see us in all our glory on YouTube. Stuart Sutherland is also looking for a shout out as he just blitzed three doors down, sorry, two doors down, <laughs> and wants recognition giving Grado some praise. Thank you very much, Stuart. Um, as I say, it was a pleasure to work on two goals down. Currently, we're looking to, uh, you know, put them in another series. But fingers crossed, there is a global pandemic. Um, but thanks for that. And uh, for anyone else who hasn't uh, seen two goals down, it is available on the BBC iPlayer. It's easy to watch. Um, I begin uh, my career at Series 3, Episode 6, and then the whole Series 4, apart from one episode. You finished, aye? Yes, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's plenty of product placement of the BBC iPlayer. Scott, Scott, do those down. Fucking everything, man. <laughs> right, so on the show today, we have Scottish football legend Dick Campbell. I can't wait to talk to Dick. I can't wait to talk to Dick, but I don't know if it's going to happen, man. I'm just feeling case can he is. Well, Fingers crossed. He's currently he's currently trying to work out how to work technology and stuff. So he's I'm probably sure. on a calculator or something like that. Fucking try. What I mean? Dialing it up. Yeah, listen. I bet you there better be a tone of respect out your voice when this guy comes on here, Gradle. Because he's you one can of the. Talk. He's I one know. of the. No, he's one of the Murdo McLeod level ones that you show a bit of respect. Is this the one where you're going to sit back and go? Aye. Murdo, how was it? How was it? To score that goal in front of all those fans with Aye. all that pressure, and all that. is it going to be one of the ones where you're sitting all that? Is it going to be one of the football podcasts where we talk about football? I know, man, I hate talking about football. Aye, that would be fucking terrible, wouldn't it? That'd be mental, <laughs> right? Also, <laughs> before you two start again, right? This week we've also got a legend. Need <laughs> these jaws getting took clean half a day, boys, right? right. Sorry, Gredo, sorry okay. for saying Sorry, told me. I love you. Right, here, let virtual hug. Virtual hug. There we go. There you go, mate. Right. And that's not a huddle, by the way. Not a huddle. No, it's not a huddle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was also on the show this week, the Legends Lottery. It was Grado's turn to track down a legend for the Legends news. Lottery. Correct. And use all, Hank, even though I've been battering my absolute backside in all week, doing breakfast radio, going to work on the front line. Working all these years, I've managed to track down a legend. Have you? Yes. Well, if he answers, <laughs> if he answers the phone, aye. <laughs> no way. I swear to God, mate, he's going to be well surprised. Hey. He's going to be put under mega pressure, but he's going to be like, what? He's be, I, know, I know that's what he's going to be like. You'll be like, fuck, Jesus. I just hey. know. 
You'll be straight on Wikipedia and all that in the background, telling you. I can't. I'm intrigued. Are you intrigued, Chris? I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, I am. It's exciting well, stuff, man. Good, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud I know. Of you. How different am I, man? Usually I can't be asked. We just know I'm pure right into it. I know. You're pure. Right. Your, enth- right. your enthusiasm is infectious. I had no idea you felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> right, and remember, if you've any banter for us, please get on the Twitter at Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Instagram, and just search for Football Daft on Facebook. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. If you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. I've they noticed can... the roads are busy, Bob. Aye, my mate said that. He's, he's still working. He says he's going to work. It's getting busy. Traffic's starting to build up a wee bit again. Yep. G4 Claims, they can provide you with a complete accident management support you require. They'll recover their costs from the at-fault party and they'll sort you out for a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they will recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big, fat cheque for it. And the best bit is, it won't cost you a penny, is they charge the at-fault insurance direct. And G4 claims don't cold call, they don't buy data, and once they've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. And the best thing is, Nicole and the lassies earlier, they won't take on your case if they don't think they can help. So if you've been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has, go on to G4 claims on 01698-767-172. That's 01698-767-172. Get them at notatfaultclaim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not, not at, at fault, fault claims. claims made easy. Football dafts. Big question. Big question this week is if you were in lockdown and you could pick one football ever to right. be in lockdown with, who would you choose? Oh, right. <clears throat> As a thinker. Alessandro Del Piero. <laughs> weird, mate. Why? He loves Oasis. I love Oasis. He's pals right. with Oasis. And you can't can come round. No one, Liam, can he come round. You're no, an but, isolation. No, but you could sit and FaceTime. Oh, aye, fair enough. Maybe I'll have a Zoom think? quiz with him or something. Have a Zoom quiz with fucking Nolan Liam and Alessandro Del Piero. Here, eh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you think of the, the new Oasis song that was released? Really I liked it. I liked it. Good so man. I liked it this morning, mate. The lyrics were weird could, could considering this but, pandemic, mate, man. Wait, 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 There's a demo for 15 years ago, Oasis. Tokyo. Done, released it this morning. A in Tokyo. But, apparently. Right. Um, for me, I'm going to go with Mario Balotelli. Queens, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. man, we like your Italians on football daft, don't we? But I, I, I He's just a crackpot, man. What a buzz that would be. But, no, maybe no. Maybe maybe go for Pirlo. A more laid-back, genteel kind of character. No no Pirlo, no party. And plus, Pirlo could probably rustle up a right good scran, couldn't he? Well, here's, well, here's mine, right? Even though he calls me chicken tits on Twitter. Both Malcolm. Aye, because the van would be outside the front door. Just Can jump I, out for Chris and chocolate and all that. But I change mine? I don't. No, I don't think we should talk about Bob Malcolm because he's made Chris Tolley's bitch on Twitter the last no, few no, weeks. No, 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 listen, right, 
Bob Malcolm, fucking never mind him, right? Uh, can I? I'm changing mine to Gordon Ramsay. Wait a minute, you've went for Mario Balotelli to Andrea Pirlo to fucking Gordon Ramsay? I am going to, I'm going with Gordon Ramsay. Think about he, he didn't play a professional game, did he? But you'll not be in lockdown with him because he's always written his bike. He's been done for it. He went through Aye. a red light in his fucking his bike. He's been like a Aye, you've got to let him go on his bike so that he can pick up. Ah, the messages. A delicious, a delicious Aye. concoction. Ah, you're right. Are you going with Bob Malcolm? I'm going with Bob Malcolm with the sweeties and the cones and all that. Right, so you've got the ice cream van parked in the drive. So you're getting all the fucking... What the fuck's Mitchells. A, what the fuck's a flump, remember? I remember <laughs> that. And he fucking sells them the dafty. Right, so, you're, well, so we've got Bob Malcolm, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and Del Piero. <laughs> That's got to be some quiz night. <laughs> let, let, let's read the listeners then. And, and plus, we've got Nolan William coming along and also. Fucking what a voice. That's a fucking dancer. What a night. I can't wait for this. When is yeah, it? So, so, some of the listeners have said, John Monroe said, Jack Grealish, just in case someone needs to do the booze run. Oh, that's dodgy, man. I don't think that's funny. He, he was banging order, I think. Hebo says Maradona. <laughs> He definitely knows how to party for days on end without going outside. <laughs> yeah. After watching that documentary, man, Oof. I don't know if he'd make it out of isolation being isolated. No, man. Wow, Crazy. man. David Hoy, we've got wee Bertie old. That Bertie's funny as fuck, ah, man. Bertie's funny. Brilliant. Charles McDowell says, Marco Negri, man, has been on fire with his self-isolation videos every day. Did you see him? What was it he was doing? He's playing baseball on his balcony. Really? Aye. He had this big machine and he was standing there with the baseball bat and the mm. guy, the machine fires the ball out and he's smashing it and then what? running to the end of his balcony and back. That's how he fucked Cesar Perini, but remember? <laughs> that game, the ball, it? Oh, it was Perini done it to him. Perini done it to him. Oh, it was, uh, what was he trying to do that for, for fuck's sake? But you think you'd try to avoid that? It was squash, he's playing, but he's playing baseball. In case he runs into Sergio Perini again. practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jason Howden, who he wants. Jason Howden says, Jerry Pulliday! Oh! <laughs> hey. No Pulliday, no party. <laughs> no Pulliday, no party. <laughs> Stephen Kelly has right. seen Sonia Maria from Rangers Ladies. I, wouldn't, I don't even know who that don't is. Come in. <laughs> fucking don't know who it is. Try to keep a straight face saying that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want the. I don't want all the me too guys that attacked us last time. That's what I'm saying. Twenty four hours in police custody. No comment. Aye. Listen. Where's the eagle? No comment. No comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> right. So that was. Thank you to all the listeners sending in there. <laughs> That's your Bertie Olds, your Maradonas, your Jerry Polinis, your Sonia Marias. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear what we're talking about. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. The Legends Lottery on Football Daft. On Football Daft, we've made it our mission to find out where the cult heroes of football are now on our Legends Lottery. <laughs> um, 
I've had I've had a couple. Stevie's had a couple. Grado's just not bothered. He's fucking arse, has he? No, no. I mean, it's it's getting to a, it's getting to a point now where I feel when we come to the Legends lottery section, what's the point of Grado being here? No, this week. No, this week because I have managed to get a hoodie, a cult hero. Listen to this, troops, right? Welcome to the Legends Lottery, right? And I want you to guess who it is. This, I can't believe I managed to get a hold of him, right? He's a man he's played all his way through Scotland, right? He's had spells at St Johnston, Falkirk, Alloa Hearts, Ayr, Morton, Arbroath, Stirling Albion, and he's also had time down south with Fulham and Plymouth. And he's now the manager of Cumbernauld United. Do you know who it is? Jerry Pellini. <laughs> <laughs> Close! <laughs> Close. Yeah. Right, will we bring him on? Will we bring him on then, John? Because neither are going again. Are you going to take a, a guess though? Yeah, I, I've not got a fucking clue. Right, so none of you's go to it right. None of you's go to it right. He's had stints at Falkirk, St Johnson, Alloa Hearts, Air Mon, Arbro, Stirling Albion. He's also had time down south for Fulham, Plymouth, and he's a manager at Cumberland United. Any you know who this is? Oh. It's Kieran Macarespe! Hey, that's what I meant to say. See when I said, <laughs> Keegan, Keegan Parker, that's what I meant to say. Oh, enough of that. How you doing, my man? I'm good, yourself? I'm alright, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. Finally, Grado's pulled out of the bag, fuck's sake. I know, man. I managed to get a hold on there. You go, how good's that? Good one, I know. It's a good one, isn't it? Not even a shite one. Well done, Grado. I know, mate. He's good, isn't it? Keegan Macanespe. He's buzzing. That's a good one. I'd beg to differ. How much, much did he pay you, mate? I can't reveal, but it was over a tenner anyway. <laughs> so, Kieran, how are you getting on anyway, big man? I'm good, thanks yourself. Oh, come on, right. I'm just uh, sitting in uh, this Dennis podcast, you know, in the lockdown and everything else, global pandemic and all that, you know what I mean? I know, that's a nightmare. Right, and that. Right, well, I'm, I'm still working, so it's. Um, how did you so the manager at Commodore United just, just now? How's that gone? Yeah, well, I've just taken over two weeks ago. Really? That's weird, isn't it? Um, I, it was the manager, he, it was kind of come to a situation where he's, he's up because he was self-employed and this whole uh, coronavirus thing had kind of scuppered it all. Um, so when he comes, when this all kind of comes back to normal, he's going to have to invest so much time in his, his work and family life, so it was just too much for him. And then uh, he just recommended me going for it because I was in his assistant manager just to, to help him coach and all and back in to help him. Um, and then he just said, Look, I recommend you go for it. Spoke to the chairman, liked everything he spoke about. And then he just said, Look, I, I take over. He likes kind of continuity. And, you know, I've been working with the squad the last couple of months, so that, that works out fine. All right. So, because you were at Clyde Bank, weren't you? You, you managed Clyde Bank for a couple of years. That was your first yeah. manager job, wasn't it? Yeah, so I was at Clyde Bank, but I had to, I joined the fire brigade in September. So You're joking, uh, I'm in the fire service as well. I know. Uh, I work with somebody who's There's a with. connection. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah, I, I'm Michelle Murphy. I, 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 I'm in the same, I'm in the same watch Michael, as Michelle. Michael 01? Yeah. You're joking. <laughs> nah. Wait, were you on the first or the second points? Uh, just varies. Aye, aye. That's amazing. I'm on Green Watch. I'm on Green Watch. You've done Green Watch? Aye. I've just been putting Green Watch. That's, that's mental. That's blowing my mind, man. That's you also, you, you do the radio for a friend of mine as well, Adele. Oh, I, 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 Adele, that's right. I, 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 I've just started, I've just started, started with Go Radio. She's brilliant. I, 
That's a good laugh. Quite a long comment you've given. I know. We've, we've both got the same job, we've both got the same pals. Yeah, both went with the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, see that, see that, have you ever been in a World Cup squad, Gredo? No, no, but yeah, I, I've never played for Coburn the Leadside either. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a legend at St Johnson, aren't you? That's probably your most prolific team that you played for, is that right? Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as say as a, as a legend, but it was, was my most successful and enjoyable time, I think, in my career, aye. You were there how many times? About 16 times? Uh, 17. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went back. I was I was twice two stints. So there from '95 till 2000, and then I went back in 2003. I think it was. I because um, it says here um, that um, you sign with Fulham, and it says appearances zero, goals zero. For Fulham, aye, I'm aye. glad I got that many. Aye, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, aye. It was a, it was a it was a challenging time in my, my life. Um, it was. Listen, I went down there. Uh, it, I don't know, it was weird, it was only 20 when I went down, albeit I had kind of a good head on my shoulders, but nah, I was just a tough boy, I was down in... Who was the manager, uh, It was Tagana, John Tagana that signed me, so, um, like, I don't know, it was just, I always kind of look back and think, you know, where did it go wrong and why did it go wrong, and at the end of the day, it's me, it's me, I made a James Hunt it, you know, it was just, I, I, I like to... It's easy done. Do you know what? I grew up in an era where um, like older boys were kind of booze bags and womanizers, and uh, they were more aspirational figures. I think I kind of lived up to that. I loved the party, loved the night out. So, um, you wanted to be like them. You saw that, and they kind of inspired you. I was almost like old like school. I always like in a Monday. I always got to go back in a Monday with a, a story. You know, aye. the boys. I was always That's looking at interesting. That's interesting. Night out. So that was a, a was chat. But do you know what? When you sit back now at forty, and you think. You kind of, kind of see things clearer and understand why, but I didn't apply myself properly, unfortunately. Aye, aye. But I mean, so many teams, that, I mean, you must have made a, a, a good amount of money with they signing on fees, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> if I attend a free club, I'd have a thousand pounds. Getting back to what I was saying earlier on there, um, you were Craig Brown included you in the 1998 World Cup squad. What was that yeah. like? Uh, it was weird though, like, uh, it took his, his kind of kit, it was like, why TS went and he helped with the kit and all that, it was class, but um, I didn't, so I'd booked a holiday to Magaluf, right, with the boys, to go and watch the World Cup, right, so I'd, uh, I got a phone call from the managing director to say, look, do you want to go to America, basically America, on a pre-World Cup tour, and then go to France 98. So I was like, aye, aye all right. I says, but I've got a holiday booked. I need to phone my, I need to phone my mate. So my, my best mate, Matt McCulloch, he'd, he'd organised the holiday. So I phoned him and I said to him, I said, listen, I've stood up on the phone. And he's like, I've been asked to go to um, France 98. I've asked to go to the World Cup but as, as a young boy. And he, he, he says, what are you phoning me for? I said, well, you put Magaluf. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me on? And I says, well... I just want to know, like, what am I doing my holiday? Like, you fuck off. You you phoned me to see if you can go to the World Cup instead of coming to Magaluf. And I was like, well, I kind of. <laughs> and he went, fuck off. He said, get back off the phone, go and phone Stuart. And I was like, okay. The way I went, just phoned him. That was it. But um, it was, the experience was phenomenal. And again, you, 
you don't, I took it for granted, so you don't realise, not think about things like that. And, um, think about it now though, but... Aye, because it's been that long since somebody's went, you know. Well, so that, was, that was the last time we were there. Aye, I've not been back since, man. The best no, it was. It's all your fault. See the best. <laughs> see the best it was. I was at Magaluf during the 1990 World Cup. We in, we in the fountain. No, I was. I was. I was my mom and dad was only about nine year old, mate. Aye. I mean, that's no many people can say they've been the World Cup squad. Went to World Cup though. Do you know what I mean? That's a, that's a big deal, man. Do you know what? It was uh, funny enough that my friend, who um, my best friend growing up, he was him and his dad came over to France to watch one of the games. I think it was um, the Morocco game, or Northern Norway game it was, because we were staying in, we were in Bordeaux. And he, just put, uh, and he just put pictures up on Instagram um, of the, the, the walk, the Muslim walk for the, the, the square to the stadium and stuff like that, him and his, his dad. Back in 19, he was cutting about one of my Scotland tops on and all, so I was like, oh, I need some more pictures. But I was bananas. But again, it's it's you don't you don't think about it, and then it's because it's been that long. You know, you start to reminisce and think, you know, it was pretty decent. It was pretty uh, an exclusive position to be in. But aye, yeah. you done it. You were there. I know, I know, I know. I wish I was there as a player, further <laughs> the line, but aye, not to be. You know, but say uh, aye, some experience, some experience, to, and some of the boys in the, in the squad was phenomenal. So that was good, good experience all around. What team do you think you enjoyed yourself the most at? Uh, well, my, my time at St. Johnston, the first time, was, was incredible. Just the education I got, um, working with Paul Sturrock and, and Sandy Clark. Right. Um, Alan Main and goals, man. Alan Main, uh, John McQuillan, Alan Preston, Biscuits at right, left back. You had uh, Jim Weir, um, Big Alan Kiernan. Aye. We signed, we signed Alan Kiernan for... For Man City, Republic of Ireland, and Ashton. We've got to see this guy phenomenal. Right. Unbelievable. He was 105 years old, but he was phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. But I think St. Johnson, the first time, uh, what I learned at Fulham was just ridiculous. But I really enjoyed my time at um, Aloha and working under Alan Maitland, and then um, when I went to Abroath. It was probably my two best years because we, we won the league, and then we finished second the following year with Paul Sheeran. So, um, Aye, I've been alright. I've, I've, I've done okay. I've had a good couple of seasons at clubs, but a uh, couple of bad seasons as well. Uh, but Kieran, it's uh, been great to have you on. Is it? You want any closing remarks? And you want to say the nation? Just live long and prosper. That's beautiful, mate. That's beautiful. Wait a minute. Did you bring that up? <laughs> That's beautiful, that. I think so. I used to cut. I used to hang about with Einstein back in Vietnam, back in '64. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Semper Paratus. No, I don't, even, I don't speak German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Kieran, mate, thanks very much for coming on the show. Thanks, thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the best to come along. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. See you soon. See you soon. Gredo, you done it, mate? I know, mate. Unbelievable. That was a good one. Well done. Pulled it right out of the bag. I know. I can't believe he's in the fast name. I was pure nervous talking and all that. So wait, so so no, that's you on what minus five. <laughs> <laughs> no, because remember the new rules kick in from this week. So, so I'm, I'm I'm leading. So it's over to no, yeah, you will be I after this one. So it's over to the listeners now to out of five, 
see what the rate Kieran Mack and SC has. Come on, me and Stevie pure big that up at the start. We fucked it for ourselves. <laughs> no one will need to go like that. Who the fuck says Chad? He's just We'll hand it over to the listeners and we'll have your scoring Kieran Mack and SB for next week. So who's up next? I think it's Toll, isn't it? There right. it is. Over to you, man. Jamie, over I to go Jamie Mitchell last week. Gredo's got the man there. No, it's you, oh, Wait a minute. Jamie Mitchell doesn't count because it was No, last no. I'm not oh, saying right, it counts. I'm just saying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't start. Don't start, too. Never took a job off here. I'm sorry, mate. It's now time for our Beer 52 teaser. For your chance to win a case of beer, all you need to do is answer the question we put to you. Last week we asked you to name three out of six Brazilians that have played in the SPL. You could have had Camazazola of Hearts, Edinho of Dunfermline, or Janino of Celtic. Emerson at Rangers. Emerson. Sarah <laughs> Diriera at Dundee. Or Sertiera at Dundee. Or Raphael Shite at Celtic. Congrats to Graham Evans, who was this week's winner. Now, this week's teaser is this. Who was the only Scottish player to have played for three clubs twice? You can enter by commenting on the link on the Facebook Football Daft page or tweet your answer to at Football Daft Pod. Winners must be 18 or over and say in the UK and you can get free beer for Beer 52 as well, by the way. It's a monthly subscription service for beer. They source from all over the world. <laughs> they theme cases every month with previous themes, including Germany, South Africa, Korea, New Zealand, and even more. All you need today is go to beer52.com forward slash daft. And we can sort out free beers if you just cover the £4.95 for the postage. So, <laughs> normally get eight. But as you're a football daft listener, we'll give you two extra free beers. So that's a total of 10 free beers. Just go to beer52.com forward slash daft. That's a world beer. That's world beers, right? Numbers five <laughs> and two. <laughs> that's, that's world beer and the numbers five and two dot com to get your first case of 10 free beers for free. Hey, right, John, so do you want me in Chris today, now? <laughs> Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, let's welcome a legend of the Scottish game. As a player, he made his name with breaking, but as a manager, he's achieved five promotions with four clubs, one manager of the year on three separate occasions and has well over 30 manager of the month trophies. Please welcome a managerial icon. It's Mr Dick Campbell. Hey! How you doing, Dick? How's it going, by the way? What about that introduction? You haven't, you haven't a laugh, maybe it's made me a breaking. I started at Dundee United in Dunfermline for good sake. <laughs> Five promotions. Get that sorted. Ten promotions. For yeah. I'm, I'm just saying what the producers told us to say here, Dick. <laughs> Josh! <laughs> Uh, ah, well, I'm just going to say that because somebody else helped me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, this is Grado here. I'm Ricky Little's best mate. Grado, I wouldn't shout about that, son. You must be the only mate he's got. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great player, but as you know. 
Hauen die gute Arbeit zu sehen, das Leben ist Great good player for me. Honest Credo, he's done magnificent for me. And he's been with me since the very first day. And uh, came what I love about him. Aye. Because he's neck of the woods, and I don't think he's missed a training session in the four years I've been there. Oh, he's so dedicated. So dedicated. Aye. See when he gets the ball in the back four. Uh, honestly, he was telling me about that you'll be gutted because of this global pandemic. You'll not be able to go to Magaluf this year and go to the piano bar and go up and sing. I, I can't even believe that. And, and to be fair, if ever there was a year to qualify to go to Magaluf was this year. Oh, no. Because I, think, I just think that it's going to go, it's just going to go unrecognised what the boys have achieved. So. Uh, Ricky, he's played never a game, I think. Um, but they've done magnificently well. Magalu, I've been gone for 23 years now. <laughs> so, Dick, oh. how, how are you coping with this COVID, Katie, on the, the, the pandemic and isolation? Is it, is it easy for you or harder? It's obviously difficult. I feel for my wife a bit because um, she's never seen... She's, I'm 43 years married and I've never seen her so much in my puff. Um, <laughs> There's no chance, there's no chance of how things are going that there's going to be 44 years anyway, that's a certainty. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in that, you know, you, you boys know that I was not well 10 years ago, so I'm in that high bracket. Uh, diabetes and cancer and this and that thing, so I've been really, I've been sticking to it, I've been, I go walking every single morning. Uh, and and then I stay in the house and they are the jobs I was supposed to be doing with. <laughs> Aye. Aye. I know the feeling. I absolutely bored out my tits. <laughs> <laughs> you know get Netflix. I could watch everyone. I could play the lead part in all these John Wayne films. <laughs> Have you seen Tiger King? Ah, uh, I thought it was a lot. <laughs> he hinted. Okay. <laughs> it was it for me, no. no. Like, tell us what you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bought a Tiger King t-shirt and it came through the door. And uh, because obviously I lost quite a lot of weight uh, during the panel, and I've put it all back on. I, I got a large. It came and it's like a fucking boob tube on there. I'm telling you, I'm busting out that straight in the bin. <laughs> oh, father took that off your phone's bedo. <laughs> still in the fit no. of you, even though you're a magic, you're fucking still fat. Oh. Oh. Boys, 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 don't start again. <laughs> Sorry, boys, I was just answering the door there. Um, <laughs> uh, so, there's a family of mine going round there, and, and I think it's fantastic. Joking apart, he's, he's away round there. There must be 25 of them singing songs and picking up stuff for the food banks. And, and they're all dressed up and, oh, you're saying you're telling us, fishing rain. And they're all walking out there and they're all singing and dancing. And, and you have to pick out all the food that you're not know wanting into the food bank, don't you? Maybe you could raffle uh, one of your manager in one trophy stick. I can't. Uh, you know, I've no place to put in our mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> what is the hospitality like? Cardbroof, do you get a good baby? It was scoff like. It's, oh, it's the usual, you know, soup, steak, pie. And uh, trifle. Uh, seriously, I go up and 
I go up and talk to them another week before the game and after the game. It's not easy, but I, I'm at my stage. I'm at honestly, boys. I'm at the stage in my life where I can drink a fuck. But anybody says up, it's really difficult to talk to people after a game of BMB. Aye. Aye. But then, what, what? I mean, seriously, I know we're going to come on to the, the reconstruction stuff and all that, but the hospitality out there is, is fabulous. We've got three businesses. Um, my brother and I have never been dependent on football, and that's why we could tell a chairman they went take off. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> so, but we, we, one of the packages we do is we take them up to uh, for a, a day. I brought all your customers, and they all seem to love it. So now every every couple of months, my customers will say to me, you know, I'll say to them, do you want this? Do you want that? They'll say, no, can we get a day out, bro? Who's the, who's the best player you've managed, Dick? Oh, for goodness sake, Jackie McNamara. Is I, I? I sold, we sold Jackie for 800,000 um, oh, when he went to Celtic. Jackie McNamara was fabulous. Um, Greg Shields, we sold for 800,000 as well. See, at Dunfermline, we sold four million pounds for the players. Uh, that's the Bolton The best player in terms of attitude and ability was definitely Jackie McNamara. And God bless him, and now he's no 100%. But I can't even get in to see him, but I will be going to see him as soon as this thing finishes. Aye, nice. it's, it's not nice. It's not nice. What's the best team you've managed? Who was, the, who was the best team you ever had? Oh, for goodness sake. Seriously, boys. Ten championships. That's, um, the best team. Oh, God. I've, I've won three championships in the last day of the season. Uh, or three promotions. See, since this um, promotion came in and the, well, not so much promotion, the playoffs. Aye. I get you know, the, you know, it doesn't matter how you get up. You'd like to win the championship, but uh, getting up, and I've got up three times in second place. Um, best team, oh, yeah. you know, Confirmland going up to Dundee United. One in the last game, beating Hamilton at Hamilton when I was manager. They breaking, taking breaking up two leagues, taking our growth up two leagues, almost taking Forster up two leagues. They've all had their bits, you know. And there's been great players in every one of them. Um, I could tell you all the great, the Harry Kearneys, the Andrew Todds, the Roddy Grant, um, the George Foyles. The, the, we've had them all over the years. The Ricky Littles, them all. What about, what about the worst players? You ever had a player that you've you've kind of rolled about the flair with fighting because they've been bad? Paul Kinnaird. You wouldn't get tired of battering Paul Kinnaird. Paul Kinnaird. Oh. <laughs> Tell us about that. He's honestly, the, he's technically as good as a player you'll ever get, but didn't ask him to talk because for God's sake, you'll need, he can talk for Scotland and, he's, and he talks like a machine gun. You know, it made me understand the word he's I remember one time he was playing, uh, he was he wasn't playing well, he was playing like a fanny. We were playing, um, we were, he was playing outside right and all the rest of it. And I seen him hugging the touchline all the time. And, and all the time, I seen the boys on the other side. And I'm saying, hey, Keno, get yourself out of here and this, and that. And he was talking to two or three of the boys warming up. And honestly, it was in April time. And I say to one of the person to come back in, I says, what is he saying? He said, he's one who came for one the national. 
That's He's no gambling anymore, and um, he was a great player, great, great player. But oh, fucking hard work. Oh, so, Dick, what was it like coming up and playing professional football with your brother? Well, we were born, we were obviously played football and lives together, so um, um, for him to come in, I went to Dunfermline, he was already there. I went to Dundee United first and um, he stayed down at school and he went to Dunfermline and I went and joined him at Dunfermline and um, the rest of Saturday really. He, he was um, he was a great player. He was a PE teacher and he was very fit, but he was a great player, particularly at the time at Breakin. Uh He was almost as good as me. Um, <laughs> but it's always, it's, I always remember Alec Ferguson writing in the paper saying it was very difficult to, um, um, you know, work with sons at the football. Uh, I've already done that with my three sons, but. Uh, it wasn't difficult playing with my brother Ian because right. he had the same well, telepathic and I used to be a good passer of the ball and all I did was dink it at the top of the centre halves and my brother was fast. But he, he, you know, Patriots did everything together anyway, so uh, no, we're still together yet. <laughs> Aye, still, yeah. still working to get our businesses now. <clears throat> he worked, I worked for him during the day and he works for me at night. Um, right. <laughs> I just like me, I just like right. me and my girlfriend, Dick. <laughs> 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 you took you took over as manager of Partick Thistle. Um, he's unfortunately he's got relegated, but the next season he's were straight back up uh, through the playoffs. That must have been a brilliant season, bringing the bringing the Jags back up. I had uh, one of my best times in my career at, at Jags. Uh, Partick Thistle, yeah, boys. Uh, you know, there's always got that thing East Coast and West Coast and all the rest of it. Um, I think Paddy Tussle are a lovely football club. But we always say that. They are. They were, I mean, John Lambie came for me twice. Um, and uh, I just felt the time was right at Breakin. We were so far in front at Breakin in January that we were going to get promotion anyway. Mm-hmm. So I left there and went to Partick, and Partick were in dire trouble. But we were nine points behind them when I took over, and we only got beat, relegated by a point. But came right back up, and that was an hard game that I thought up there. We had 4,000 fans up at Peter Reed that day we won the playoff. But they were a great club, and um, I just I was quite surprised at getting the sack there. But when I look back in my life, um, I've been sacked four times three times I was top of the league so I didn't you know it's a part and parcel of this managerial game that it's no surprise to me anybody getting the sack now Christ I was I was top of the league with us counting I won nine games at ten and got sacked aye how do you react to that I can't eat I can't eat when I look back and I listen to Roy McGregor uh, if Roy said it was raining outside I wouldn't look at the window I would go out the door uh, but he's that sort of boy, he's got a lot to say for themselves. Oh, they, they all seem to have a lot to say for themselves. But I didn't, I didn't get to me now. I'm still friendly with Roy. I'm still friendly with Forza. I'm still friendly with Patrick Thistle. I'm still friendly with them all, actually. 
Tell us a good argument story. He must have had some plenty of arguments over the years with a player or a chairman. Is there any you can remember that stand out to you the most, Stick? I remember standing talking to, to, to Ryan McGregor uh, after the game. We, we played them, um, played Rovers down at Kirkcaldy, and um, we won 2 0. And Great Rovers hadn't lost a game. And at that time, before I got the cancer, I was a big smoker, you know. Mm-hmm. I would be a fart and that sort of stuff. They, um, and I remember um, after the game, the pitch, Roy McGregor came up, um, George Adams. And George Adams was the um, director of football. I'd never worked with a director of football before, and I'd, I was already warned about him. So, um, however, we're out in the pitch, and I was seeing a fag, and Roy come in and says, Well done today, manager. And George says, Aye, aye, the result was better than the performance, son. And I says, Is that right? I says, I should give an opinion again. I went, You're not the boy for giving opinions, and I'm not fucking asked for. Um, he says, uh, ah, I'm just saying to you, you know, don't get carried away with that. I says, well, look, I'm, I've only been in here. This is the, sixth, the, the ninth game of the season, George, and this has to stop. You can't have any way to say about my job effort. Stop asking me questions in front of the chairman. I've answered it as honestly as I can. In fact, I'm going to do something about it. Chairman, you'll need to do something about this. George will hate you. Uh, I'll either be George or me. He goes or I go. You can't, it was me and me. It was me who put the door. The one up to that against anyway. I remember the forfer. I remember the forfer chairman coming in and saying to me, when I got sacked at forfer, I was eight years there. And mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that. The first time that we were going through a bit of hard time, you know. And uh, I think we'd lost the boot. He says it was 11 games we had. We had... Uh, I think we'd drawn six and got beat five or and we just got beat one number off the county. And we should do the press in my office after the game. So I'm still in there doing the press and I had to be six or seven players injured at the time. So um, <laughs> I, the chairman slips in at the back of the press and sits down and I say to the chairman, Oh chairman, you alright? Nah, I've had enough dick. <laughs> I said, You're not resigning, are you? <laughs> You've got to see the funny side of it, or you can do it even. <laughs> the one, you know, the Dunfermline one, actually, see, see the Dunfermline one was, I was, uh, I was a point down St. Martin uh, when I got sacked at Dunfermline. Uh, I was always going to be the manager of Dunfermline. Um, I was. I was groomed. I was very lucky that I worked with Bert Payton for nine years, and uh, he was grooming me. And Bert Payton used to say to everybody, uh, "I don't take a training session. It's Dickett does it because he's better at it than me." And I used to say to him, "No, you're the manager. You do it." But he was magnificent at half time. He he's the best I've ever heard at half time. You've only got ten minutes to sort it out, and. Uh, I always remember Roy Woodrow when he made me manager. Um, he said to me, I've got some good news and bad news for you. I says, what's the good news? He says, I've sold all my shares. I says, oh, well, at least you're getting your money back out, you know? I says, what's the bad news? He said, uh, it's John Yorkson that's bought the club and you know his man. <laughs> he wanted to, uh, John Yorkson was a big pal of Leishman's and he wanted to at Leishman and 
So that, do you think do you think this day and age managers are under too much pressure? The managers are always been under pressure, to be honest with you. They, everybody in the game's wanting out the game and everybody out the game's wanting in it. Um, I think that there's there's listen, there's no doubt, seriously. I'm not wanting to be too serious about football because we're in recruitment, my brother and I, 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 I interview people every day. And they, they, we're the only we're the only people in the world that get any experience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've got they, a young boy. How can you take a, a player from a dressing room and put him a manager? Particularly at a higher level where there's a lot of money involved. I could see it. The only idea is for popularity is to get a bat in the back and for money. They mm. didn't, I just didn't understand how the idea. I, I, I learned my trade under Bert Payton and that's what's made me absolutely what I am today. There's no doubt about that. And then Craig Brown. Craig Brown tells me, you know, one time, and Craig, can you see, for what you are, what I say about him, he's still the most successful football manager in history in terms of, in Scotland, for the Scotland team. The, you then look at, you then, you then look at and say to yourself, um, the last uh, four World Cups, all the semi-finalists, all the managers have been over 50. Mm-hmm. I just... I, 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 it's how they handle it. You've got young James McBake up at Dundee now, and and his best appointment for me was Jimmy Nicholl. Aye, aye, aye. Absolutely, the oldest management team in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my son brother, John Young. Uh, John Ritchie, God bless him, died last year. He was my close pal as well. Brad Douglas just came in there to learn the trade, and he's going to be a good one as well. But Jimmy could be because a manager. I think he's got. I think he's got something about him. Eh? Um, oh, there you go. That's interesting. I've got a lot. I've got. He's definitely uh, excellent. He's a very. You know, I had to. I had to. Adam as a player at Forster, and uh, he, he wasn't the one to do anything. And you know, it was me that really twisted his arm to come up and help me. Now he, he loves it. Um, he's got the bug. He's got some very, very hands on him. I wouldn't have a slap off the back. <laughs> You know what, to answer your question, like the young boys, you tell me the last young manager that's made it. You need to think about it. You need to think about the, the last young manager that's went into a dressing room. Beyond me, yeah. I'm not a bit controversial here, but how John Robertson never got the heart job is beyond me. Oh, that was, I, I'm agree with you with that, definitely. Can you believe Robbo for what he's done? I have uh, still. I mean, and and Bud, I don't know the women. She shall have her own reasons for it. But they are outside. They're looking in. They're thinking with his background and heart history. He didn't do well when he was a young manager. And that's what I was saying. To you. He didn't do well because he was a young manager. But he's definitely tailor made now for the to go to Hearts. Jeez. Aye. For me, anyway. So respect to the manager that's there, you know. But that's what we're going to come on to now. What, about the reconstruction, aren't you? Oh, Aye, sake. that's what I was going to be my next question. What do you think? Back. Oh, fuck, I wouldn't know what, what's going on. You know, I seriously, I come from a family, a working class family in Halibutin. Um We were born and bred, and it's a community game football for me. Football is a community game. I, I get tired of the Rangers Celtic thing. I, I couldn't care less who wins between any of the two. 
I, I look at it growth and a 14, 10, 10, 10, I'm not got a clue. I'm not got a 3-14, does it make any difference for us? There's nobody in Scottish football ever asked me anything. So why should I give an opinion on that? It doesn't matter what we say or what we think. It doesn't make a difference. It's the people in the hierarchy that make these decisions. And if you're not happy with it, they blame FIFA. Aye. I, I've seen it all. But there's nobody. It's like this. this it's like this, um, this uh, pandemic that's going through. And now they keep blaming the science and the medical officers. And all. Somebody has to take the blame. But for me, it's just trying to make it's a community club. And I don't, I think that clubs, um, gone are the days where there's half a dozen buses leaving our both to watch Rangers and Celtic. That day days are all finished. There's far too much competition for football now. You need to, your club is the most successful club outside Celtic Rangers in the last three years. I'm telling you. Uh, we, promotions we uh-huh. it. We've got money in the bank. We, we work your backsides off. We, they're out there making money. Every, in the community club, the, the, the crowds have doubled. And, and I think, do you think it's going to make a difference to, to that level of football, 14, 10, 10, 10, or 14, 14, 14? I haven't got a clue. What I would say to you is, um, if we're going to go with 14, yeah, well, you know, you've, you've got a reasonable chance of getting up next year if two go up to the Premier League. It's taken, it's taken a pandemic of this nature to change the, the, the top. Many when I come out 10 years ago, there was eight of them got relegated one time. It used to be 18. No, that's right. I'll not make an ounce of difference, whatever happens, because my opinion doesn't count, and I couldn't care less what it is. 14, 14, 14, 14, 10, 10, 10. I would feel sorry at the moment for Kelty and the Brora, because they've invested in the football clubs. Aye, uh, they're invested, honestly. It doesn't matter how it works, we've still got to win the next game. Probably the most sense I've heard them to talk about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Aye. Oh, okay. yes. Honestly, I pick up, I, I pick up the data, I just get bored of and I read about it, and I see people now, I didn't came here there. I've no idea. Um, I, I just annoys me uh, that nobody asks people, I mean, I'm 66 year old, I've been in the game for 50 years. And there's not one person asked me my opinion on what would happen. Not one. Uh, and, and we're all the same. The Archinoxes of this world, the Wattishness, have they been asked for an opinion? Listen, let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, everybody in that Premier League wants to play Rangers and Celtic four times for money. Now that's how they get their money in at the crowds, but. <clears throat> oh, nice take. Uh, I remember last time. There were 16 teams in the league. It was boring as fuck, wasn't it? It was finished <laughs> the February. There was, there was no promotion and relegation at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no playoffs or nothing. Now it's all changed. It's, I mean, see this year in, in, in the Premier League and in, in the first division. See us. We could have finished up if you'd finished uh, the season. And equally, we could have got relegated. Hearts could have finished in the top six if they won the last five games. Look, look at Auckland Lake Talbot being third in the league getting winning the, the, the junior league. Well, I'll tell you what, Tommy was magnificent in his, in his, uh, 
when he's, uh, we played him in the cup, as you know. That's um, right. We beat him up this year. And Tommy Sloan was magnificent when he said that he didn't want to date the championship. I thought that Is was that a right? Did Tommy Sloan say that? Did Tommy Sloan say that? I think the said that there'll be no celebrations in here. Oh, that, I've, I've, I never heard that. See, I'm a co-winning Rangers fan, so that's... And Tommy, and Tommy did play for the Buffs. He played for Cohen and Rangers. He's but he's been the Talbot manager for a good number of years. But I didn't know you he said did, that. Man. So he did. Oh, that was we. Uh, what the Cam's got the pub in here, sir. He played for the Buffs. Who? Uh, McSherry. Oh, Dad, Jim McSherry. He, my dad used to fight with him every week. I used to have to break him apart all the time. It was season wee boy. They used to fight all the time. Jim McSherry, and my father. Aye. Aye. And my, my, do you know what my dad would go? Make sure you get yourself the fuck. And make sure he would go get yourself in the bedroom and say that to the boys you can't. And my dad would jump out and I go, Dad, Dad, don't, 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 don't. Every week he hated Make Sherry. Hated Jim Make Sherry. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Obviously, boys, I got a phone call for um, when we drew up and left Albert in the cup. I got a phone call for Scott Mc Scott McCullough's dad, Bob. Right. You know, Bob's a legend in the that He was a legend. And uh, Bob says to me, and he talks like Scott, you know, he says to me, well, Dick, I'm going to tell you something, son. I've liked you since the day you signed my boy. But see if you get be a very bastard in the road, I'll never fucking talk to you again. All right, Bob, I'll take that personally. Uh, <laughs> Dick, that's brilliant. See, yeah, that's been an excellent interview. We've really enjoyed it. But see, before you go, right, so what we do every week, uh, Dick, we have a 90-second footy quiz questions game, right? So uh-huh. we, test, we test your knowledge in football. So basically what it is is um, you've got 90 seconds to answer all the questions, right? Current top of the leaderboard is Barry Ferguson. He answered 12 questions, right? Bottom of the league is David McCracken for uh, Falkirk. Alan Archibald but and Brian Punt, Pruntry are on 11. Murdo McLeod's on 10. Ian Murray's on 7. Liam Muller, Jordan Young and Bo Malcolm are on 6. Marka, Frank McAvenny's on 5. And Peter Lovacrans is on 3. Do you think he could beat any of them? If I didn't beat Marka, then he mentioned this fucking interview, right? <laughs> if I put you there on 5, Marka will water me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always together, isn't he? Brian Pinty in. Oh, I can't even believe Brian got 11. Fuck's sake, that must be an easy question. <laughs> <laughs> right, 90 seconds on the clock, producer John. Right, what team PlayStation Park? Porfa. Manchester United signed Paul Pogba from what team? Oh, no idea. Scottish. Uh, what Scottish Championship side play in black and white? Scottish Championship, black and white, Dunfermline. What team did you win promotion with in 2001? Which team looks set to be crowned French champions? No, no party Thistle, I was freaking. <laughs> right, which team looks set to be crowned French champions? Leon, is it? PSG, sorry. Who's the better footballer, you or Ian? Me. Who's the current manager of Stenhouse Muir? Fucking hell. 
Oh, psycho, Jesus Christ. Fuck, come back to you now. What is the nickname of Swindon Town? No idea. Davey Robertson manages what team? Who? Davey Robertson. Davey Robertson? The old Rangers left back. Aberdeen and all that. Time! Time! Right, Dick, we've got uh, your your answers here. Um, you might have to correct us on some of them. Um, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the, the, the championship side in 2001 is right. Is right. right well, we'll get to that, Grado. Okay. Uh, you got um, Manchester United signed Paul Pogba from Juventus. It wasn't PSG. Um, now, yes. I've, got this, I've got this down in 2001. You won promotion with our growth, Dick. Is that That's right? Push. It's breaking uh, city. No, I was breaking. Yeah, was it breaking? We'll double check that. Okay, I'll give you a point for that. We'll take you over Wikipedia. Um, who's the cup manager of Stennis Muir? It's Davy Irons. Um, it's Swindon Town are nicknamed the Robins. Uh, Davy Robertson is the manager of Real Kashmir. So if we're taking that into account that you won promotion with Beacon in 2001, that's five points. Oh, you're Maka. You're level with Maka. Pedro, I'm no last son. That's amazing. Right, Dick, as I say, thanks very much for coming on and uh, speaking with us. If you get any closing remarks you'd like to give out to the nation. I would like to say to you, what I've, what I've mentioned in the podcast, listen, football is your game and I hope it goes back to the people as quick as possible. That's touching. Brilliant, Dick. Brilliant. And I hope you get back to MAG as soon as possible, big man. See you later, guys. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com That's been a great show, Troops. Good, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that today. Here in Mac and Espy. Yep, Dick Campbell. The shy retiring Dick Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently doesn't give a fuck. Aye, he doesn't give a fuck. Alden <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. He's a legend, but absolute legend. Uh, some lovely comments, and he explained a lot of things that you know made a lot of sense to us that we didn't know about. Aye, aye, aye. Do you know what? Like you said, it gives us a different perspective looking at it for a, a team that are lower down in the leagues, and if it's going to impact their week to week like uh, operations, you know what I mean? And, and he's laid it out, and he's told us that basically. Your provincial sides and your, your local community sides are not really going to be impacted by this at all. It's the teams that are bringing in millions and millions and millions at it. So, you know, this could end up with football being on a more level playing field. Aye, and he also gave a good segue for me to say about my dad rolling about the flair with uh, Jim McSherry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, hammed every weekend, man. My dad used to fight with the Buffs manager every weekend. It was brilliant. Well, it was it brilliant? It was horrible. <laughs> Anyway, guys, this has been Football Daft. It's been Stephen Pudden, a.k.a. Shellsuit Bob, Christopher Toll, and producer John. And it's myself, Mr. Graham Steveley, the wrestler, Bill Grado. Join in next week for some Football Daft. Frontier.